It's your boy, Flavor Flav, and this is Chris Angel's Talking Junkies. Yo, what's up? It's Chris Angel with another episode of Talking Junkies with the cast of the Talking Junkies. I'm talking about none other than the two-time UFC heavyweight champion of the world, Mr. Frank Mir. Frank. The one and only light heavyweight champion, Mr. Rampage Jackson. Yeah, Rampage. And of course... Hammer. Yeah, 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 thanks. He's here tonight, too. Hammer. No, he has a great show in here in in, in Vegas, but not not as big as the gentleman we have on the show today. Right, Mike? You would agree, oh, Mr. Hammer? He's fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's great. You're, you're very talented, but this is going to be a great opportunity for you to watch. Oh, yeah. So good. A master who's done 75 plus movies. 73, but who's counting? Yeah, who's counting? But uh, we're rounding off the numbers here. 75. And, and of course, you know, has a show that still plays like you. You've been here for 10 years. He's been here Sax for, Theater, for many Mile years. Shops. Yeah, yeah. I don't know of if course, you remember. Sachs Theater, Miracle Mile Shops, Atlanta Hollywood. I'm talking about the funny man himself, the guy that yes. Eddie Murphy is friends with everybody. Give it up for Mr. Eddie, Eddie Griffin! Griffin. Yes. to see you. You're funny. How are you? Have a seat. Relax. Look Have at a that drink. swagger. You need a drink? Do <laughs> you need a drink? Never hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep the show going, goddammit. Thank you, thank I, I you, I did bro. not write that, but no. I think uh, Hammer did. Uh, no, oh, you're still going to be canceled. That, you're still going to be canceled. I didn't write that shit. You wrote that shit. Then. I did not write that shit. Oh, Rampage, Rampage don't even look at me that way. I he know. looks pissed. Hammer, be well, careful. You know, Stay. don't make me leave these ropes, Rampage. I was going to be quiet when he's making the answer. Calm down, bro. Calm down. I wrote it. I wrote it. You wrote it. Yes. He's been doing that in his show now for how many years? about 15 to 20 years. And who played it one time? Uh, Chris Angel played nigga hand one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did. But no, I, I had I had to call it I called it a uh, uh, white whitey hand. <laughs> no, you did not. You, I think you called it the hoggy hand. No, I thought you <laughs> called it the end hand. Yeah, and I, then I, I came think, up, and it came no, out because white. I had a glove on. I had yeah. a white glove, didn't I? And yes. then I came up, gave you the thing, took off the glove, and he said it's Chris Angel, and, and I came is, out and, and did some magic. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was, became it was, magic hand. It was it was awesome. But how yeah. did this all began, Mr. Griffin? The, oh, the good old days, you know, like when you were in the Navy. You were in the Navy. People don't know that. Yes, man. United States Navy retired. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for your, yes. service. You for yes, your service. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. I heard that I saw that when you walked in, there was a lot of smoke. I heard you had a problem in the Navy that got you kind of expelled. Yeah, it's still a problem because the problem followed me all the way to your show. I, <laughs> I smoked a whole, I still smoked smoke a whole hell of a lot of weed and uh you know i was smoking on on base and you know i took a piss test and the, the urine came out the residue you could have smoked it just put it like that <laughs> and they said look look we can't have you on the ship hi i said i ain't been on no motherfucking ship because <laughs> i know i joined the navy to get some dim sum you don't know what dim sum is it's asian pussy i grew up in kansas city missouri there was not a huge asian population there i still don't think it is but there was 
was one old Asian woman at this Chinese restaurant, but she was too old to hit. So I joined the Navy, <laughs> and I went to this boot camp, Great Lakes, Michigan, in, in the wintertime. So I'm marching around with this motherfucking 50-pound lead-filled rifle in the, in the snow. <laughs> doing calisthenics. I stayed in IT every night, intensive training, in case you don't know what that is, nigga. I had to do a thousand flutter kicks, a thousand push-ups, run five miles every night. My body said, nigga, won't you just pay attention? But I'm headstrong. I said, fuck them. They can't break me. So they did not break me. But they stationed me in Meridian, Mississippi. There's no dim sum down there. I never seen no a goddamn persuasion. Boat. No Asian persuasion. I never persuasion. was on a ship. <laughs> so I stayed high, and then I took the Piss test and they said farewell. General on the honorable discharge. Thank you for my service. Well, thanks for half your service. Yeah, you yeah, half yeah, your yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy because a lot of people don't know, like, you know, Navy, you did a little time. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about that? Yeah, Is that come off on, limits? Let's, 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 what, what happened? What happened? You like to fight? No, no, I don't like to fight. <laughs> uh, you know, if you if you corner a rat, a rat's gonna bite you. Yeah. So I got cornered. I was down at this this Irish parade in Kansas City, Missouri. So it's for uh, St. Patrick's Day, right? And they gave away free beer, so I went down for for the beer, of course. And you know these these two big buff white dudes wrecked their Ferrari, and I found it hilarious. I was cracking up, I'm like, look, they done fucked up their parents' car. And they got out the car. What's what's so funny, nigger? I said, what the fuck you say? And you know they just came, and I just backed up against that wall and started boom, boom, doop, 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 doop. And I whooped they big asses. Both and of the police, them. Both of them. Yeah, both of them. And police came. They took me to jail, grabbed some little nigga that wasn't even in the fight. Wow. And stuck him in the paddy wagon to make it look like it's two on two. Oh, wow. wow. So we, really? we, we were down in the cage. I don't know about y'all, but once I'm uh, I'm on, I'm on till it's, it's, it's off. So they stuck us in this, in this holding tank together. So I'm up by the, the, the cage, and everybody's sitting in there, and, and the motherfucker said, man, fuck, dude, you whooped our fucking ass, man. You fucking little god, man. You fucking strung, man. Can I shake your hand? I said, yeah, come on up here. Grabbed him by the head, slammed him into the bars. <laughs> Police came, and they, they tap danced in billy clubs up and down my shins, oh. nigga. I, I said, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. And, you know. Six I, months later, you were out? Yeah, six months later. Holy shit. So, so, obviously, you wow. know, with Rampage and, and Frank, you know, the, these guys are yeah. champs. But, but you trained. Yeah. Right? Yeah, in Wing Chun, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I just, I just started training in boxing also. How long did you train for? I trained for about 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Did you start training for the, for the movies, or you already knew it before you started? No, I already knew it by the time the movies came in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw your undercover brother doing, you doing, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you kicking a lot of ass. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rampage, you I, and Eddie have something in common, Asian women. Asian persuasion. Well, how are you, you going to jump over there? Well, you have to throw me in there, too. No, like, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Look, 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 look at this. Look at this Come on. assessment, boy. Hey, that, that, I'm not looking at your white ass. Right here. I'm not right looking at your... Look at that. Well, now. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm not going to check out your wife's ass. Huh? Sorry. I'm not going to check out your wife's ass. No, don't. I'm going to do that. She's not my wife, technically. Easy, boys. Well, then I'm checking out that ass then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not, <laughs> yeah. it's not so disrespectful. I, so you're not gay. I thought you were gay what all this the time. Fuck? No, I, 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 I'm not that there's anything wrong with it. Hey, but what in, in what universe 
Would you think I'm gay? You know what I always say? This is what I always say. I, I always say, if anybody think I'm gay, it's wishful thinking. <laughs> mm. That's what I always say. I ain't wishful gay about thinking. me. Oh, so I'm you're, so you're telling me that I wish that you would be gay. If you if you really did think I was I, gay. I just want you to be happy, man. Anyway, no. Andy Griffin's at the sex. <laughs> no, no, we got to talk about this. Hold on. No, but he, he hit you with a slide one. I just want you to be happy. Yeah, that's what it means. Happy and gay. That's what gay really means, right? I'm a lesbian. You like women? Yeah, I'm a lesbian. Full grown. You ever notice, by the way, on a condom, there's a serial number? Did you ever notice that? I've never seen the end of a condom because I don't wear them. That's why I have 12 children. That's why I have 12 of them. I'm bad You're beating me to the the baker's dozen, actually oh. a legitimate dozen, because yes. he has like five kids. Yeah. I have three kids. Yes. He has two kids, three he kids, three kids, five, four, four kids. Yeah, wow. grandkids. He got four, four and a possible. Four. Right, but but he has twelve. Yes, Whoa. twelve yeah, kids. Yes. Wow. from how many different women? Four. Four different women. Oh, that's yes. a good device. Three so, ex-wives and one straight. So are we <laughs> all Asian or are we uh, uh, Asian? No, white? niggas and Asians. What's that? Niggas Never mind, and Chris. Asians. <laughs> no, Never uh, mind, no, Chris. No, African American women. <laughs> let's 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 you keep it. Let's condom to show what it is. An American. <laughs> Eddie needs to learn what a condom is. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I, you it's can like have as many as you can rain, afford. Eddie. Now, most of mine are grown and out of college. You know, I got I got four four young ones. At, at, at the house now. Yeah, yes. Uh, let's get through all the shit first because you, you dated Mariah Carey, right? No, I didn't. You did not. No. You, can, you can't say that you did. No, I, know. I didn't. Look, what did you do then? <laughs> you met her like on a fucking boat. Yes, uh, she, she wanted me to do this video with her and uh, oh. we, we did it over in Puerto Rico. Really? And yes. what, what went down? Oh shit! It was, it was this is just for us, the man cave. This is not being yeah, broadcast. No, nothing went down. Shit, we we just sailed on a boat together. That's all. Really? Yes. And on, why, on was the 4th he, of July. why did she want you? To I don't do know. The video? You have to ask her that. Oh, uh, okay. What do you mean? Why? Can we Perry, book Mariah Carey? <laughs> yeah, book <laughs> next session. Uh, no, so that's that's crazy though. But you like hung out with her, and she was cool. Oh yeah, she she was real cool, and still yeah. is. Yeah. Awesome. I'll date Mariah Carey. Yeah. She's hot as fuck. Hell yeah, wow. I, I would if she if she shit. If she gave me the nigga, I'd have towed up. I dated a stripper <laughs> named Mariah Carey. Well, Mariah, she, she was named after Mariah. Mariah to the stage. Mariah to yeah. the stage. She looked like because uh, it's Mariah just like she looked like her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. There you Carey. go. Yeah. So so what what is going on right now with you? You're like doing shows. What? How many nights are you touring? Like uh, just craziness. I do three three nights a week here, and then I'm on stage somewhere in the world every Friday and Saturday. And uh, Thursday is a travel day. Sunday's a travel day. So I'm working around the clock. And how's the shows going in Vegas? Vegas is sold out every motherfucking night. I know. Um, I, I came to see you not once, but like. I don't know, four or five times because you make me laugh my ass off. And in all seriousness, Hammer uh, with Comedy Magic does the same shit. Like, if you want to laugh your ass off, 
and you and you want to see something funny with magic you got to see him and if you want to see something straight comedy these are the only two, two games in, in town. town so the, the <laughs> thing about eddie though that people should know like you you push the limits for sure you don't care at all no i don't and, and it's great I, that's why you like it chris I, we're watching things that are so toned down now you, you will not see that if you go see his show i mean he definitely pushes it i mean you saw we're probably going to get canceled today for just this but uh <laughs> but yeah and he's worse than yeah, the that show. was supposed to be a slogan but now it's actually going to be reality yeah, but he's worse than the show but it's funny it's really funny and and uh, that's what I loved about you, it. You know what's really funny about Eddie is that he could give a shit. Like he, he was driving care. a two or three million dollar Ferrari <laughs> that some dude let him drive on the track, and he demolished it. Like got out of the Hold car. On. It was, it was a one of a kind, Enzo. What? It was an Enzo. An Enzo. Yeah. One of a Ferrari. One of a kind. Oh my yeah. god. So the dude, the dude didn't give a fuck that you Ooh. that you crashed his one of a kind Enzo. All right, so everybody, how much was everybody it? else? Right, the news. Remember, I wrecked the car. The airbag hit me. Right. Now I ain't never been no wreck when no airbag <laughs> hit me in the motherfucking face. And it's it's smoke. And that's what I thought it was smoke. And it was talking powder. I didn't know the shit they had talking about. It looked like smoke to me. I said, well, there's smoke, there's fire. I climbed the fuck out the car. As soon as I got out the camera crew, the news, they right there with a mic. So what did it, what did it feel like to, to wreck a car? I said, uh, look, uh, undercover brother can do karate, can't drive. Excuse me. So they thought, <laughs> they thought just because I made it funny that we set it up and staged the shit. What the fuck do you expect? I'm a funny motherfucker. My first response after getting shocked in the car, hey, I can do it right, I can't drive, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> so uh, everybody else, man, you done fucked up the car. You done fucked up the car. Everybody concerned about the car. Nobody concerned about the nigga <laughs> in the car. You know what I mean? They can make another motherfucking car. You can't make another motherfucking Eddie Griffin. So Daniel Sater, he came on. He said, man, fuck that car. Are you all right? The owner. And the owner. So wow, we've been close respect. friends ever since. Oh, that's, Man, that's, awesome. that's real. That's respect. Speaking yeah. of making Eddie Griffin, you know, you had these trials and tribulations. We talked about it before, mm -hmm. right? And then somehow you managed to succeed, but it was a long, hard road. But you had some help from like icons. Can you talk a little bit about yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Richard Pryor uh, uh, took me under his wing. Ooh, uh, the best, yeah. How did that happen? Were you just like in a club no, one man, day? No, man. I, no, I was at the comedy store in, in L.A. I think I was like 19 years old. And I just got off stage and Rich was sitting in the back. And he, and he, and he tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, hey, uh, what's your name? I said, Eddie Griffin. They going to pay you, nigga. <laughs> you remind me of myself when I was 25. Don't change a motherfucking thing. And he started calling me Junior ever since. Really? Yeah. And it, it took me like two to three years to call him Pops because he started doing pop-like things. And nigga, that, that we had why a father, do you think he, father, why do you think he uh, engaged or connected to you? Like, was it something that he saw in you that he saw in like himself as a kid, or uh, like, what, what do you think? Why, why did I don't he know. pick he, you? I think he, he grew up in, in, in a brothel, right? And, uh, uh, Asian persuasion or no no oh, okay. no I think it's the struggle you know I had three pimp uncles really Curtis James and Bucky they taught me bitch knowledge and whole wisdom before I was 12 you know what I mean 
So uh, I, I can understand uh, how, how a bitch's brain works. They got five different brains. They can think in five different directions at the same time. They can be sucking a dick, jacking off, fucking all at the same goddamn time while breastfeeding. They just, they know how to compartmentalize <laughs> the thoughts. See, but a man has a one-track mind. That's why we the greatest inventors ever, because we can focus on one thing at a time. A woman will try to invent something, but then she's like, how's my makeup doing? What do my eyelashes look like? And the bitch done lost the vision. See, so uh, that that's what I thought he uh, he seen in me. Like this motherfucker understand the shit too. Crazy. Yeah, that's that's my take on it. Like that's wow. a crazy upbringing. Could you do me a favor, bring your mic down just a little because yeah, we, because they can't because see Tom my Deani beautiful face. Yeah, look at your beautiful this. Look at 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 this. And look how she does that. Look ah, at that. Ah, yeah, baby. That's that's great. Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's so yes, great. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Eddie has no fear of um, public speaking or long black objects. No, not at, not at all. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, Eddie. I got, I got a long black object. So <laughs> it travels with me everywhere I go. <laughs> so, you, you, you also, though, because he's not just comedy, if you haven't seen his show, he sings. You do impressions. Mm -hmm. Did you learn oh. from other people the singing? Did you, did His impressions. Like, can you uh, do like they're, Prince? They're great. Really quick. Uh, is, is, I, I, you have like we have to get the lights right. Can we get the lights? No. Kind of no, like wait, no, 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 no. Let me, let me do no, this for you. No, let me get no, it right. No, no. Purple Prince. rain lights, please. No, 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 Prince. No, no Prince. that's perfect. <laughs> no Prince. Okay. No Prince. Okay. See, Prince. Michael Jackson. Prince, Prince has to come, and Michael has to come. You know, I'm not doing them. I'm channeling these motherfuckers, and you know, they they must live in the moment. And, I, you know, Prince don't want to come right now because, you know, he's shy like that. But, no, see, but, you know, Bill wants to come. Oh, B Bill Cosby. Yes, you see. <laughs> everybody talking about that I raped them bitches. I didn't rape them. They were willing. See, you're trying to equate me to R. Kelly. See, but R. Kelly, he was fucking ussies. Pussy's so young, it don't even have a pee on it. It's a ussy. <laughs> now, and that's why he had to pee on it to turn it into a pussy. See, pee, pussy. It's fucking genius. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Anyway, <laughs> see, see, these were all grown women, man, and they came to my room willingly because they tried to suck my dick. To get an acting job, come to find out none of them bitches could act <laughs> <laughs> or suck a dick. <laughs> and they, they wanted the pudding pop. They wanted the pudding pop. <laughs> <laughs> look at Frank, you're speechless. Frank normally is the guy telling the sickest jokes. Look, Frank over there, like, let's Frank, Frank is wrong. wrong with uh, this. No, 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 no. Yeah. Are you all right, Frank? I better, no, I better not talk because I don't want to. <laughs> no, come on. Um, no, actually, one of my favorite things when we went to a show is I actually start looking at the crowd. I'll sit forward and start looking and watching. And I look at who actually knows what they're in store for and who isn't really done any research <laughs> whatsoever. I said the other time we were there, last time I saw a couple people in the front row with masks on. Yeah. In the front, I'm like, oh, fuck. This is bad. This is actually going to be funny on my part. I'm going to be bad for yeah, them. Yeah, they, they felt yeah. very uncomfortable. Yeah. And, yeah. and Eddie doesn't hold back at all. In fact, no. like, I looked over, I was like, oh, going in on it. And, and, and that's what great comedians do. You know, like, our climate right now in the world is like, you have to be sensitive to, like, a comedian is supposed to enjoy bringing that to light and having a joke and a laugh about it. It's our job that's, to speak truth to power. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And, and, and so, like, if you look at the greats, like, you know, 
look at Dave, you know, Chappelle, right? Like he was canceled or was trying to, they were trying to cancel him because he was talking. And by the way, he was talking like from both sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. He wasn't on one side. He was talking from his perspective mm -hmm. on what he thought truth was, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and that's, you look what at, I, that's what everybody can do. Only everybody in this room is seeing a different room through, because you're looking through the prism of your life experiences. Mm. So this room might be funny to him, to, to you, but somebody else might be like, I wish Offended. this motherfucker would shut the fuck up. You know? So we're all looking at life through the prism of our own life experiences. So it's everybody's job to give the truth. Why? We can't see the whole truth, nothing but the truth. If you refuse to give your truth, you refuse to give your truth. Now we're only getting a piece of the truth. But there's 360 degrees to a circle. So you need to say yours, 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 yours. Then we can see the whole fucking truth through the prism of all life experiences. That's just me, you know. No, I, I, I think that's, yeah. an, you know, a true depiction of reality. And, and like, so how did you develop? So you, you had said not to go back, but to go back mm -hmm. with uh, Richard Pryor. So you developed this kind of like pop father son, son yeah, father relationship, son relationship. Yeah. right? Yeah. And, and then you started like performing and you started actually doing better than the headliners, right? Mm -hmm. You were opening up for like some pretty, we don't have to say their names, but mm -hmm. significant people. Right. And you started actually performing. And then and then you got involved with uh, a friend of mine and your friend, obviously, to all of us, Andrew Dice Clay. Hell yeah, that's, right? that's You Uncle opened D. up for him. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. We, we, uh, uh, I was at the comedy store, right? He's awesome. He's and, yeah, man, that, that's, that's Uncle D. That's, that's the motherfucker. So uh, he, before I knew him, he, he had flown in from uh, uh, New York, right? And he's he's the biggest shit on earth at the on time. On MSG at Madison Square Garden, he sold that out like the Hold first. On. I, I I was at both of those shows. Really? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, I did the whole motherfucking tour, the uh, Dice Rules tour. So he's looking for an opening act to open up for him, and everybody in the comic store is trying to get the gig. Right? How old are you at this time? Uh, I think I'm about uh, 19 and a half, 20 years old. Right? You were that good then? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Richard Pryor, but that's young. You don't know any comedy. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's yeah. a young age. Yeah, I'm just a motherfucking genius. Excuse me. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, my ego's out of whack. Anyway, so uh, he, he came down, everybody trying to get the gig. So I just, in my head, I'm like, whatever you do, don't ask the motherfucker about the gig. So he came in one night. I'm on stage. I'm doing Andrew Dice Clay as a homosexual. <laughs> Just to get out of this kid, like, so I'm sitting there, so I'm sucking this guy's cock, right? <laughs> and I drop my goo, and they're like, oh, oh, he fucked me in the asshole. Right? I get off stage, this motherfucker came up, he's like, hey, 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 kid, come here. So I'm taking my shirt, I'm like, I gotta fight this motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, no, no, nothing like that, nothing like that. You're fucking funny. How long you been doing this? I'm like, I don't know, about, you know, a year or two. A year or two? <laughs> Man, what the fuck? See, I got a tour coming up. Don't get excited. I ain't saying I'm thanking you. I'm gonna come back, check you out a couple of more times, huh? He came back the next night. This is before I drunk liquor or anything. He's like, you want a drink? I said, I don't drink. You don't drink? I said, no, I don't drink. He said, I bought some orange juice. I said, I right, take some orange juice. So he sent him bring some orange juice. And my head like, don't ask him about the tour. Don't ask him about the tour. <laughs> don't ask. So about 15 minutes went by. He said, all right, fuck it, I'm thanking you. He's like, what's the biggest crowd you ever been in front of? I was like, how many people in there? 
-hmm. It's about 200. He's like, I'm not talking 200. I'm not talking 5,000. I'm talking 20,000 plus. You nervous? I said, no, the more the merrier. Hey, hot tub, this kid's got brass fucking balls over there. <laughs> the first show was in Providence, Rhode Island. 19,000 white people. I think I was the only black motherfucker in the building. I come out, open it up for him. Bill Chef went out first. And Bill Chef is like a suit comedian, standing in one place and, you know, riff on jokes, right? The funniest shit I ever seen. He's supposed to do 15 minutes. They started throwing cans, shoes, and all they said, we want dice. They just raining shit <laughs> down up on Bill. And you have to follow this. Bill condensed a 15-minute act without missing an inflection into three minutes. They ran off the motherfucking stage. So dice, dice backstage fucking me. You're next. Oh. So I went to the sound man. I right, said, wait, 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 wait. What are you thinking at this moment that you had a guy before you get getting thrown shit at? I like, think, were you, were you, are you concerned? Are you just like, I don't care? I went to the sound man. Mm -hmm. I knew I had to take their mind off of dice. What does that better than music? So I told the sound man, I said, play Parliament Funkadelic, We Want the Funk. <laughs> When, when they and Dice introduced him from backstage. It came so out, smart. we want the funk. So I hit the motherfucking stage, nigga. I started buggling. I said, let me hear you say, hey, motherfucker, hey, motherfucker, hey. 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 Cut the music, went into my shit before they knew it hit them. Stood them motherfuckers up. Got <laughs> yeah. off stage. Hold on. Got That's off brilliant. stage, went backstage, looked Dice right in eyes. You're next. That's brilliant. <laughs> so, so check it out. <laughs> That was not planned. That was something no, you did in the top moment. of the dome. And, yes. that, and that is what I always say. I I think it's so important, and people don't do this in shows. I just saw a show at, at the Win, which was wow. Uh, no one listens to the audience. Mm -mm. If you listen to the audience, they'll tell they'll you. tell you what to do. Yes, and yes. only really. I want to say veteran performers or people that are really in tune mm -hmm. with the art yes. understands that because that was so brilliant because if you came out there and they introduced you, typically you'd have gotten the same, same reaction. Same, got can But you got them, their energy, you got them, their music going, you came out, you were like playing with them and then you were able to get that opportunity to jump in and break into your into your shtick yes which 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 is awesome and then you also um did you have uh, something with eddie eddie murphy as well eddie murphy do you know he, who that is he's yes a, I, he's a comedian of course i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah shit now uh eddie, i'm trying to be funny no eddie eddie came down to see me at the store and uh he said man you ready for the motherfucking world nigga what the fuck is you doing and he took me up to the mansion right me him and uh mark curry mark curry was there that night and, and I, this is the first time I ever been to a, a motherfucking Beverly Hills mansion, nigga. I'm walking through there, it's like 20,000 bedrooms. He had the same refrigerators that are at the goddamn grocery stores. Wow. The clear ones, nigga, he had like three of them. One is filled with nothing but Yahoos, them chocolate Yahoos. <laughs> I think he's addicted to the motherfuckers, nigga. <laughs> chocolate Yahoos. He came down with a big giant uh, uh, Elvis Presley belt buckle on. I said, is that? He said, yep, it's Elvis's. And he had a guitar in his hand, nigga, and he had a pool table. And Uncle Ray was was cleaning house on, on the pool table. Again, so I said, hey, man, I, I'll play you. 
He's like, hey, can you? I said, I can do a little bit. So he, he had bet me like $5. I let, let him win three games. I said, all right, let me have a break. He said, all right. I said, all right, 500 for 5000 He's like, Eddie, can you come? Eddie, Eddie said, I'll cover it. That motherfucker never got a shot. I broke. Doop, 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 oh, doop. DJ, you got some competition. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Eddie, like. <laughs> he hustled you. He hustled you. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. DJF is uh, our resident pool player. He oh. won $100, like, uh, I think a month ago, and it was like 150. <laughs> it was big news. Mm. It was big news. And. <laughs> and then t tell us a little bit about your relationship, because I know you're actually pretty tight with Chappelle. Yeah, me and Chappelle, man, yeah, that's that's my dude. That's my, that's, my, that's you know, that's my dude. Uh, well, shit, how can I start this? How man? did you meet him? I think it was in Central Park. Um, we were out uh, telling jokes in Central Park. You know, we throw the hats down. Gather some money and, you know, go get high. How old were you then? Shoot. Like, you're talking like you weren't successful at that time? Fuck no. Shit, I so, was broke and he wasn't successful. <laughs> he, so, so both of you kind of came up together? No. We, we came up and, and, and he, he spent most of his time in New York. I spent most of my time in L.A. But, you know, I'd go out uh, and, and venture out and he'd venture out. So, yeah, we, we bump into each other on the road a lot. Yeah, it's just mutual respect. And then uh, I got this movie, uh, Undercover Brother. And uh, I remember the producers like, who are we going to get to play uh, Conspiracy Brother? Which uh, Dave killed, right? And I called Dave. I said, hey, Dave, come on. You know, and they like, I don't know if Dave can act. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? So I could, hey, Dave, come on. You're going to have to read with me. So we practiced the read before we went into Universal. So we go in there, he blows the shit out the water. They're like, I knew it, Dave. I said, bullshit, y'all my <laughs> motherfucker typical, said the nigga couldn't act. What the fuck? <laughs> so anyway, that that's and then you know, that's that's how that went. And uh yeah, we've been tight ever since. What's the craziest and feel 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 free to join in, guys, but if you have any questions, but like what's the craziest? You've done like 73 movies. Mm -hmm. I ran that. Hold on, 73. Now, but, most of them movies <laughs> you will not see me in. What do you mean? Just because you do a movie don't mean that you're in the movie. Was it your voice? Like you no, know, animation? Editing room floor, you nigga. Still got they paid. can cut you fuck. Oh yeah, I still, still got the got check. Paid. But nigga, if you make a movie, you better have some control over the edit. Well, that, that never happens. They can't get control over a TV show. You know that. Well, that's <laughs> a little show called Magic Eddie, with of course, the Stars. I was a producer on that one. But, yeah. but let me ask you, how many, how many movies out of 73 would you say that you actually made it into the picture, even if it was for a short? Oh, about uh, 40. That's 40. A lot. Okay, yeah, about 40. Craziest story that you can tell us. And by the way, no one else will hear this or see this except us right now. Um, <laughs> but, like, craziest story you can tell us, like, about maybe another actor that was a dick or that was really awesome to you. Like, craziest shit. Or just something that outrageous that happened. Ooh, let's see. There's a bunch, but... Uh, just give us one or two. All right, this movie called Jason's Lyric. It's me, Tretch, 
Bokeem Woodbine and Al Payne and Jada Pinkett, right? So we shot it down in Houston in the, in the fifth and the third ward, and that's deep in the hood, right? So we shooting this park scene, and these motherfucking gangsters roll in. They said, hey, y'all got to pay rent to shoot down here on our turf, right? And then Dana Bratton, who was training all of us, right? Dana's like, you know, Southpaw, boxing little motherfucker, doing these one-arm push-ups and on fingertips and all this shit, right? So Dana like, hey, hey, let's fight for it. He said, all right, cool. He's, and he pointed to me, Eddie. I'm like, nigga, you got Alpine, <laughs> Bokeem Woodbine. What the fuck you gonna send me over here for? <laughs> so nigga, I square up. And it's two of them. So I ran, juked like I'm throwing a jab, swung around, jumped up, hung this arm around this motherfucker's neck, scissored the other one, and took him to the ground and just held on for dear life. Put them motherfuckers to sleep, and we finished shooting the scene. <laughs> Damn. That's Free, a true motherfucker. You know, he's a ninja. <laughs> we got to learn that there's move. No, no, that what do you call that move, by the way? I don't know. It's called survival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never told me the survival move. No, nigga. Survival move. Professor. That's it. That's because Frank will break the arm for you. Do you got that? Nigga. I have a good visual. No, have it visually. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Get a stand up, Frank. Stand up, Frank. Come on. Let him shit show. Do it on him and hammer. Stand up, Frank. Oh, no, hammer. Better yet. Come over here. I can't get past the wall. Oh, yes, you can. Come over here, Hammer. That's back when I was young. I can't get past the wall. Trying to make good. I'm old and brittle now, nigga. We're trying to make, you know, exciting. Podcast. I'll do it. Come on, you do it to me. Go no, ahead. nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about the time you went up on stage there with the first time with the Dice Clay, and yeah. you had a crowd that was actually really hostile. Yeah. Have you ever had a situation where you were up there and had a crowd that you just hold on, fucking crickets could not work out, and they, just, they were just never gonna? All right, this this really happened. Did you ever get booed? Yes. I, yeah, I got booed at Madison Square Garden the first show, opening up for Dice. And I tried the music, and they did not give a fuck. It was New York, nigga. They were like, nigga, die, woo. Oh, shit. I started doing like this. Fuck y'all section 213. Fuck you motherfuckers over here. Fuck your entire floor, you sons of bitches. I'm going to take a bite out this goddamn apple. Fuck you, do 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 <laughs> I got off stage, they said, what kind of fucking balls do you have? You just cussed out motherfucking Madison Square Garden. I said, that's what the fuck they got. <laughs> Second show, stood them up. But yeah. Well, oh, oh, okay. Before you get into his 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 answering his question, <laughs> what did you do differently from the first show to the second show? Do you believe it was the audience is different? Is there a bad audience, or yes. do you think that's bullshit? No, there's a bad audience. The first audience is young motherfuckers, full of cum, nigga. They coming out, boom, boom. They coming early. The older crowd always comes to the late show. They like, yeah, we we want to see dice. Gonna enjoy the show. Them young motherfuckers, we won't dice, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was pretty much that. Uh, but <laughs> to answer your question, Frank, um, I was in Oakland, right? And I was telling a joke about some lesbians, you know, boom, boom. And this motherfucking uh, 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 lesbian sitting on the motherfucking front row, because, you know, I said, you know how lesbians say hello? Hello, how you doing? <laughs> so this bitch stood up and threw a drink right in my face. Really? I swear to God. Now, my brain is processing quick. 
I'm like, and Millisex is like, should I just grab this bottle, bust this hole in the head? <laughs> <laughs> and then Lorraine like, no, you want to do six more months in jail? Okay, fuck that. <laughs> so I just grab my water and douse her. In the balcony, it's all these black women up top. They like, don't worry about it, Eddie. We got you. We got you. They started <laughs> we throwing got drinks you. down up on this woman. No. When she left, she looked like she just got out of a shark tank. <laughs> and the bitch tried to sue me and the club owner. I had to fly back three times to go to court fighting this bitch. Then come to find out, she does this in Frisco, Oakland. She go to motherfucking comedy shows. Picks fight with comedians and then sue them. Most of them sell out of court. Oh, wow. I whooped her ass. The bitch had to pay me $150,000. Stank oh, little yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Are you watching this, you little there bitch? Are you know what I'm talking there. about. I, I, I got sued because I stole somebody's godly powers. And it was a legitimate <laughs> lawsuit. I had to hire a lawyer. Shut fly the fuck. Them to, yeah, totally. No way. Yeah, I, somebody yeah. said I stole their godly powers. They sued me, a legitimate lawsuit, because anybody can sue anybody in America mm -hmm. with no consequences. They filed their lawsuit themselves. I had to hire a lawyer. Cost me $30,000, get it thrown out of court. Yep. Um, I got sued one time because somebody said I stole their cat. I got sued one time, some woman said I got them pregnant, which was nonsense. Like, just the craziest, now, and I talk honestly because, because... They can't do, I mean, obviously they're suing you on the civil side, but if someone has shit, can't retaliate, is there a way to retaliate, like, Criminally, as far as like that's a little no, you can't. No, you can't, it, it, really? this is the great thing about the great thing about people from suing. The great you can't. This is America. That's why you have ambulance chasers. That's why you have that's all scary, those man. ads for lawyers. In England, if you sue somebody and you lose, you have to pay the legal fees of the other party. Of the party. Right. Here, it's not like that. You know, unless you put that stipulation in your counter lawsuit that this motherfucker gonna owe me attorney fees and all that shit. You, you still owe your attorneys. So even right. though you can win some money, most of that's going to the attorneys. That's yeah. why you yeah. get, that's why you get uh, like, you know, whether a guy or a girl, they get a lawyer oh for free that sees, oh, this is going to be publicity. Yeah, for pro oh, well, you're this is going to be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get them to settle or her to settle. Mm -hmm. And then they sue you because they think like, okay, we're going to drive the PR train here. Thank you, bro. And then we're going to sue you. And you're going to want to settle even though we don't have a case. That is the strategy mm -hmm. in America, which you know, is really sad because in England that does not fly. You know what they need to do to fix it? They make it to where somehow the attorney that brings on that lawsuit, they got to have some skin to where, like... 100%. You know, yeah. really, like... But that will it, never it, happen attorney, in America. If, a, if attorney picks up a frivolous lawsuit like that... That's what I'm saying. Then, and they lose, they should be disbarred. That's what yeah, I think. Yeah, but in America... There has to be some skin in the game for yeah, the yeah. And then attorneys will stop picking up right, bullshit attorneys cases. Attorneys are going to go ahead and take it, pro bono. Yeah, yeah, in America, yeah. this will idea. never, ever happen because the legal... Uh, 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 you know, the, the, the legal front, if you will, for lack of a better uh, a term, is paying all the lobbyists to, you know, procure laws that favor what they well, do I mean, to make money. And how and many that's politicians why you have a lawyer uh, attorney background, too? You know? Yeah, it's uh, like... 99.99.9% uh, of these motherfuckers are lawyers. Yeah. Your, your senator is a lawyer. Your House of Representatives is a lawyer. Unless they just uh, dingbat. But anyway, 
This just goes to the point that we, now you're bringing up some shit that I want to talk about. These lobbyists, see, corporate America is lobbying all, all our rights out the motherfucking door. Now, we, we need to outlaw lobbying. Because they, they like calling it lobby. That's a neat word, but it's, it's really just blackmail. You exactly. Know, it's hey, bribery. Give, give me money. Give me give money. money. I'm going to bribe you, motherfucker. Yeah. And then so, we'll get this to be in well, there because I'm making money. You're getting what you want. But it's not it, in the best interest of the people. No, no it's, it's a bot system. But even worse, all the look at all these Congress people now. The, the lobbyists, they know which lobbyists are coming to them. They go buy the stocks. Yeah. They go buy the stocks for it's whatever they're about to trading. vote for. They're it's making millions of dollars. And then, and then they end up on the board once they leave the Senate. Right. Uh, Otherwise, they are lifelong senators. Who the fuck? Who make a lot who more let, money before they got Who let Dianne Feinstein die in the Senate? $100 million. Who the fuck <laughs> is allowing? What's this motherfucker in Texas that was the Speaker of the House forever? Uh, 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 the one before this one. The Republican uh, motherfucker. What's, what's his name? Uh, uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, that, Mitch, that, McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Digga, he, ding, ding, ding. Nigga <laughs> getting stiff on camera. <laughs> I mean, this he freezes. He, he freezes. He see now. Yeah. He got some time. Sometimes remember. But look at Biden, if for that matter, right? He's he's in the same world. The motherfucker suffered from sometimes. He can't walk upstairs. If you look at every single one of them, sometimes I was watching. Just, it's an easy <laughs> it's all, Google. Right, right. You can look at every oh, one of them that goes into politics. What they're see, worth all before, time, sometimes, and what they're worth now. It's oh, like it's amazing. Of, it's like wow, that's a really good job choice. Yeah. Look at the tough crowd, Eddie. Tough crowd. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about politics. We're going to get canceled. Oh no, 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 no. Politics. Let's. <laughs> you break a word in the syllables, you get to the truth, and you do it in reverse. Politic. What is a tick? A blood sucking organism. What is a lie if it ain't a lie? Who are they lying to? Poor people. So a politician is a blood sucking lying motherfucker that lies to poor people. There you go. Wow. There's the clip that we're going to use to promote go. the show. Hold on. Hold on. And to, uh, back to a point you made earlier, you're like, yeah, you know, both of us, we all come, we all came through struggles. Everybody around here, yeah. no, nobody was born with a silver spoon on a motherfucking nope. mouth. Mm -hmm. So I say it's not A, B, C. It's C, B, A. You must conceive, believe in order to achieve. So I teach all my children, conceive it, believe it, and achieve it. Because you can manifest any one of your thoughts into reality. All this in this room came out of this man's mind. He manifested this into reality. Yeah. That's it. Hey, Love it. I got yeah. a and, and I, oh, I got a, I, Okay, good. That's the question. I'm no, you're talking, about, no, you're talking about your, your children. Is Lil John one of your children? Because y'all look just alike, motherfucker. Lil John? I look like Lil John. Lil John look like you. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit. Is he one of your kids? His kids are great. You got a great family. You're asking him. Let me translate. Hold on, nigga. You're asking if Lil John is his kid? Yeah, nigga. Is big man your child? Are you related to King Kong, motherfucker? Fuck you talking about, nigga. Lil John? Yeah. No, nigga. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I have a friend that's that, that's so funny because I have a friend. He's well, you can't call it a midget anymore, but a little person. So everyone's like, "Oh, he's a midget. He's a midget. He's yeah. a midget." And they're like, "Let's call these motherfuckers what no, is of goddamn midget." Him and they're like, "Hey, do you know Donna?" And he's like, "Who? She's a midget." You know, like they think they all know each other because they're all like these little people. It'd be a, a bit like, like fighters, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 
I'm no, not fighters. It, I'm just trying to make it a callback thematic to the show, Mr. Right. Hammer. Yeah, oh. yeah, because this, this is a fight show. Look, I would not <laughs> fuck with them little peoples. They no. will hit you in your dick so hard. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, they, they'll use your balls as speed bag, nigga. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you might want to like watch that. this shit. I heard you was into that. Come on, Rampage. I'm sorry, I'm sorry bro. You've been, <laughs> right. hey, you been, you been flaming Rampage me all Rampage won't ground fight because he doesn't want balls in his face. He'll tell you that. That's right. Have you ever gotten <laughs> too far? You ever thought? Like, you know, sometimes you stretch the envelope, <laughs> right? right? Hmm? Has there ever been That's a time right, when you right? told a joke, you know, sometimes my wife gets on my ass because sometimes I push the envelope on thoughts, and there's been times where I'll say something, I'll like look around the room, like, ah, oh, fuck, this might not have been the group. I should have said this in front of him. Nope. Never, ever, ever performed with No, see, they, they bought a ticket to see me. I didn't buy a ticket to appease them. If you're going on stage and you think about appeasing your audience, you have lost your way. To be true as an artist, you must show your art in its purest form, no matter who the fuck it pisses off. All my jokes are not for everyone. But my talent is for everyone. Wow. So. Ah, that's fascinating because yeah. I, I got some shit, you know, because you've seen my show many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that club scene. And I just like to have fun. I just, I right, just talk shit. Right, and, right. And, and, and I've heard some things, you know. So you, you can never make everybody happy. No. You know, it's impossible. Hmm. And by the way, you almost made me unhappy last night because I was like, just about going to bed it was a little after midnight i had to be up at like six to do these shows today and i i see my phone vibrating and it's eddie griffin and you were in hawaii with your yes, family yes yes and and i'm like oh shit he's he stuck. thought he thought he's gonna he's cancel stuck <laughs> in hawaii he ain't gonna make it oh shit who am i gonna call? i'm gonna because i'm gonna have flav on and i'm gonna have jonathan davis of corn and all, all these i'm who like can oh, i call shit. little john and, 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 yeah, yeah his son call him back oh, okay, and i'm okay, like don't. i'm like eddie what's up and he's like i said are you back he's like yeah i'm back i said you're still good for tomorrow he's like yeah and i'm like just a huge burden off my shoulders. And then he's like, hey, you know, I'm starting this new network called NTV. And I was like, really? He's like, you know what that is? Now, I wasn't going to touch that. Like, I wasn't even going to go there. And then he takes it from there and says, it's nigga television. <laughs> TV for niggas, by niggas. Nigga TV. It's, it's an actual network that is launching very soon. Uh, also, <laughs> the first... Uh, episode is going to be... Rampage. Do you think it's going to work? It's going to work, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, why, why, why? All right, so you have the white guys Hold here. on, hold on. And, and, and oh, excuse, excuse me. N.W.A. Niggas with an attitude became the biggest motherfucking rap group in history. Oh, NTV, niggas going to take off. There's a bunch of niggas out there that don't adhere to, I'm an African-American. That nigga, how the fuck <laughs> you going to be an African and an American? You eat an American. American or you're African. Africans do not like us. They Thanks. ain't picked not one of us up. We've been captain over here <laughs> for 400 <laughs> years. Not one of the motherfuckers on the canoe has shown up to pick us up. Anyway, uh, that just fucked me up. That was. <laughs> I got Frank. Frank did. Frank broke that steel face. Eddie Griffin, Sex Theater, Carlisle Shop. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I think NTV will work because it's gonna be uh, uh, oh, a. Oh, you're network. serious about yeah, this? Yeah, I'm serious. No, he was, no, he. Called me I last, called night last night at midnight. To tell to t I have to be up at six to tell me, hey Chris, I'm uh, tomorrow. I want to talk about NTV. And I was like, 
what, I'm MTV, like the music. He's like, no, NTV. And I'm like, what do you mean? And, and he's like, you don't know what that means? And I wasn't even gonna go like I was yeah. not even because I'm privately on the phone with him. <laughs> like I just won't go there. Right. right. And right. and he's like, no, it's Bubba. I said, I, I don't need to hear no more. You can talk about it on the show. <laughs> but Rampage, Rampage, you're laughing. Right. We have Hammer here who's sitting there like, we have you know the Cuban over here, right? Hold on, but did this Cuban motherfucker? He, he cracked up when he heard yeah, that yeah. nigga TV. Oh shit! God, but everybody, I, 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 I think a lot of people gonna laugh when they when they when they I, when they hear when they first hear it. Yeah. But but niggas go fuck with it. Hell yeah. But, but real talk, real talk. You ain't never been rapping and rap and said the n word in a rap song. I've never. Ain't nothing wrong I, I, with I've that. Never said, let me explain something. <laughs> I have never said that word because I I find it to be. You know, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say. I just think it's, yeah, no, it's very we, offensive, like you aggressive. Have, you have, Here's the other word I'll never say. What's that? It's the c word uh, for, from a for woman. Women? Oh yeah. I, I, I just find it you mean very cunt? like repulsive and uh, vile. Like, no, I never I, said I, that, I never I, said that I, word. You mean, you mean cunt? Huh? You mean cunt? <laughs> that would be the word. Okay. Yeah. Four-letter word. Just clarifying. He didn't mean crip F, or anything like that. You know. <laughs> yeah. No. I, he I meant just, cunt. No. Not I just, crip. Mm -hmm. right. You know. But the okay, weird thing. Okay, cuz. The, right. the, the, the weird thing about words is words. words they are say, just, hold on, hold on. No, they say words. sticks and stones shall break my bones, but words will never hurt me. As adults, all we do is allow words to motherfucking hurt us. Right. But we're trying to teach kids, don't get into a fight, somebody call you. What the fuck are we talking about? Nigga is actually an acronym. Non-immigrant gain and gather achievement. We the only people that did not immigrate to this country, but we've been gaining and gathering achievement since our arrival. Well, do you know where it actually come from, though? Yes, niggas. No, negro. Uh, no, negro. niggas. Negro. Niggas. N-E-G-U-S. It is a uh, 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 Israelite, black Israelite term. Most of the Israelites were shipped over here on the ships, right? Right. And niggas in Israelite means king. So we were calling each other king. Hey, my niggas. Hey, my niggas. And these white people say, why do you keep calling each other niggas? And that's how the shit started. You know what I was taught? I'm going to just tell you what I was taught. I believe, I believe that I was taught, you know, from the South, that um, it was like a Spanish trade and stuff first. And and they how they say uh, negro in, 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 in Spanish. Black. Span yeah, it's black. And right. that's what and, Spanish. And, and the white people was hearing the Spanish people saying negro, negro. And then they couldn't say it like neg negro, negro. And that's where the word came from. No, nah, it, was, it was actually niggas. Okay, so well, I, I, I was... Well, I just, I just want to right, thank you, Eddie, for doing our, like, seventh podcast, hey! which is now canceled. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey uh, hey, it was my pleasure to help you get canceled. <laughs> uh, but his show is still... Yeah, yeah, your show is still going, or is that canceled as well? Shot. All right, cool. No, but Nick, hey, I appreciate you having me on the show, for real. Uh, you know, and, and talking junkies, this is some real shit. Uh, I appreciate being on the panel with Frank, with my man over here. What's your name, motherfucker? <laughs> he ain't talking to me. He, yeah, I'm just talking to him. <laughs> uh, hey, no, you... King Kong? Rampage, King Kong. motherfucker. No, King Kong. Oh, I appreciate you uh, uh, for real. King you Kong know, he's a large motherfucker. <laughs> so, he he so, ain't got no neck to choke. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is head do your and shoulders move, naked. But you can do your your safety death move. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't gonna work on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no Eddie, what, what do you what do you take away from like someone like 
Dave Chappelle, who had all that shit go down, right? Because mm-hmm. we're talking real right now. Like, right. What, what do you what do you take away from like people like boycotting him and picketing him oh, and all that? that? Like, what's your? T- did, have you talked to him? Like, what's yes, his- I talked to him. It's it's it's, it's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, he he really was very light with him. You know what I mean? He said, "Now uh, all he's asking is if, if you gay respect our uh, uh, shit." You know what I mean? You can't just project your shit on other people's children. You know what I mean? Because every motherfucking new cartoon movie is full of that shit. And why do my kids have to be inundated with it in every commercial, every motherfucking sporting event? You know, they, so that's all he said. That was my advice to uh, uh, Mr. Chappelle. Don't worry about it. It's going to swing against them soon. But that's what happened with even, even like, uh, with our president even, uh, well, before this one, because uh, you had Obama, yeah. so went one way. Then yeah. you had Trump, and then Trump the swung that way. Now we're just in the middle of a dead guy. I don't but know the, the point fuck is, we're on this yeah, yeah, but, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, Frank? I said, I don't know where the fuck we're swinging on Biden. That's just crazy. No, no, he's dead. <laughs> I said he's he's dead. dead. But this he's motherfucker, you know, it's a dude country. with a skin mask on, dude. I seen it wrinkle up in the back of his neck. <laughs> he's been dead. Maybe this motherfucker falls up a flight of stairs. <laughs> Who falls up? A flight of stairs. <laughs> I seen motherfuckers fall downstairs. This motherfucker falls upstairs. You see the scariest part about Y'all Biden? Y'all better get ready for President Kamala Harris. The bitch is drugging him. You want another drink, Joe? <laughs> I'm telling you, nigga, she's she's on deck. I don't even think it's about her being the president because I thought that too first was like in my mind like all right this dude's gone he's has yeah, dementia no it's about but the powers that be nigga it's, I think it's, it's just that they know that he's a puppet and we don't know who the fuck's running it's all now. puppeteers yeah. I know who's running it's the Rockefeller Foundation it's the motherfucking FCC it's the motherfucking niggas all the letters it's the letters nigga CIA FBI CA and motherfucking World Health Organization all them WHOs nigga the motherfuckers giving the shots that you don't need a shot it wasn't nothing but the goddamn flu y'all Hey, they didn't trick motherfuckers through the media. Me to ya, me to ya. Media, television programming. They telling you visually the program. They name shit exactly what it is. <laughs> now, they programmed us with the news. Get your shot, get your shot. You gotta get your shot. Please get your shot, get your shot. Nigga, we gonna get you a hamburger if you get the shot. Free fries with a shot. <laughs> Who does That's this? True. <laughs> Who does this? That's true. No, Who really does this? Fucking donuts to get a shot. So, nigga, they gave away free cars if you got the shot. <laughs> they did. The overwhelming. I call for everybody. <laughs> so, 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 Eddie, is it because of pa- uh, control? Is that why you think they did it? Yes. It's well, about, that was money, by the way. It's, it's money, about control. Well, it's millions of dollars. To, go ahead. It, they, they don't need the money. They, but it's about the pharmaceutical control. industries, though. No, they don't need it. They got all the money they could ever need. They selling the vitamins, nigga, in the stores. They getting you on both ends. You want to take this poison? You want to take this healthy poison? It's still bullshit. Look here, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm we're going to have a message from Eddie Griffin. And here the message is, fuck them all. <laughs> fuck them all. <laughs> Don't take the shot, nigga. It was just the flu. You know, I know. Soon as COVID came along, flu went no. and retired. No one died yeah. of flu anymore. <laughs> now, every year, 190,000 people on the average die of the flu. Now, 12, How many people died of COVID? 190,000. And those numbers were inflated because if you died from a bullet wound, they still signed uh, yeah, the bullet had COVID on it. was a secondary <laughs> cause. Uh, this motherfucker died from cancer. It was cancer COVID. 
Uh, them doctors are getting that 100000 bonus to sign on that goddamn death certificate that you died from COVID. Who does this? Well, so fuck the doctors, <laughs> fuck the science, follow the science. What the sciences lead me to torture your bullshit? To so, loop back into your thought, what you said earlier about the lobbyists, do you know the number one contributor to lobbyists? And they're double pharmaceutical. Fucking pharmaceutical. Nigga, hi. Twice. <laughs> Twice as everybody else. Nigga, hi. I had to call him like seven times. Uh, I got an opening for a brand new nigga hand. Uh, just you put your applications to... in at the Saks Theater, <laughs> at the Miracle Mile shops inside Planet Hollywood, because this nigga, you're fired, nigga. No, this is a good guy. Nah, you he's a good guy. Listen, Eddie, this, what's this crazy is, is about your show is mm-hmm. that we like you. you know you change your show. Mm-hmm. Based on current events, you uh-huh. change your show based on you know what's going on. You're always changing the show, but you don't really sit there consciously, at least unless I'm wrong, mm-hmm. writing specific material. You just kind of go out there and you just improv and do it, which is like the hardest mm-hmm. comedy to perform. I mean, like, how do you do that? Um, if if I knew how I did it, I probably could not do it. Uh, I, I hear people talking about, I, I wrote a new joke today, uh, and that just pisses me the fuck off. Why? There's 24 hours in a day, and you wrote a, a joke. joke. <laughs> so you're not living any form of life. I get up on stage, and I spill today's life on stage, right? This is what I went through today, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to have uh, material about this show tonight. Oh, we I'm, like, I'm hanging out with the gorilla <laughs> <laughs> and the magic man and Stone Face Frank. And the king of the magic motherfucking comedy niggas. Yeah, but let me tell you, but 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 he might not say he knows how he does it, but you are a master at conveying your thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So you think things and you can you put them into words, and I think that's your that's your skill set that you're so good at. Thank you, brother. I, I believe you can do the same, though. We, we are wordsmiths. Yeah. Right? Uh, English, of course, was one of my most beautiful and favorite subjects. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, and, and yes, here, here, bloody age, here we go. Here, here. So, uh, I don't know. I can... I, I can I can say something, and I can rewind the whole situation in my head. This is how I write. I go on stage, and I got a laugh meter, and it's like, ooh, that hit. Boom, boom. All right, I need to edit right there because there was a lull in the show. Now, I connect that to that, and then the next show, and this is how I put together a, a, a show. But I do it in my head, not on paper. Yeah. Because my grandfather always told me, he said, if you don't put it on paper... There's no record. You'll never get caught. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay, uh, I've seen him a bunch of times, and he oh, was playing Oh, did you know in... Eddie opened for him in uh, Madison Square Garden? I do know that. Oh. He got booed. Ah, shit. Can you touch the ground, Michael? Can you no, touch... my feet are Hammer? dangling here. <laughs> Don't make um, me come over this rope. Oh, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> But no, I I, uh, I I forgot my my thought because of you. You so, said oh. Andrew Dice Clay. No, Andrew Dice Clay. I was Go playing. Ahead. He um he would come out on stage when I saw him in Vegas, and he would have. He said he had nothing uh, planned, and 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 he would come out. Of course, he's going to do his greatest hits. No, but he he would See, come he's, out. He's, and he's he'd going look, to something that I wanted to say earlier. He'd look in the venue, and he'd say, uh, "Oh look, 
look, a brick wall. And, and, and he would make jokes about, it was actually a carpet on the, on, on the wall, and he would make jokes about the carpet on the wall. And then he'd talk about the stage and the size of the stage. And then, and then he would talk about me, and then he, he, it was just like, he, he, he came out and he just was like, I'm being dropped in this environment with these people, and I'm gonna be funny. Can, 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 can I add to that? Yeah. When, when we were on tour, we, I, I was on tour with him for uh, 29 of those big arena shows, right? Every show that we went to, we'd, we'd get off stage. We'd go to a local comedy club. No, really? After, after the, the big show. show. We'd go to a local comedy club. Andrew would get on stage and do three hours. Just making the, shit up. Just off the dome. Yeah. It's, it's dedication and love for one's art. Yeah. If you love it, it ain't work. But Andrew Dice Clay studied theater... He didn't even want to be a comedian necessarily. When he, he wanted to be an actor. See, he knows this, yep. Come on, nigga, shit. He thought he was the new Elvis. He wanted to be an actor. Yeah. And then he winds up being fucking funny. Did like he do hilarious. any movies, though? Huh? Did he do any movies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he did Ford Fairlane. Yeah. He, he did... He, he did, uh, he did uh, the, the uh, movie you were just talking about before. He, no, Star, he did, Star, Star, Star is Born. Born. We were yeah. both in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, was in, he was in that one? Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. See he, that one. He's actually... And he killed it. He played yeah, uh, the, he's the, a the father. Prolific yeah, actor. I saw one of his stand-ups, like his big stand-ups, but I never... I probably didn't see one of He also does, like, John Travolta, amazing. You know what, actually? The biggest trait that... I ain't Always gonna apologize. Is it's a natural body function. You observe things socially. Y'all want me to hold hands so y'all can feel good about y'all bougie asses? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> observation, yeah. which I can get because they like I'll, I'll see that. Like, oh, I can see that too. They'll point out things in society that other people I don't think are aware of. But the part that I think the most impressive is what you guys were talking about the secondary part, the ability to convey it into thoughts and words that actually make people laugh. So you can actually like bring up topics that may be taboo or, or, or hard to talk about. But because you make it funny. Yes. And the timing. We can talk well, about it. And he, the timing. But he the timing also, is impeccable. His he also timing. knows his voice, though. That's mm -hmm. why when he does stuff, it, if, we, if I use the same lines outside of the N-word that he's using, it's not it, going to... It's not going to come off it's funny. It's not going to resonate. He knows his it's, voice because it's, he's conveying... It's, it's, it's not genuine. It's, right? it's, yeah. Yeah. it's cadence, it's yeah. rhythm, and it's... They got to feel that you're coming genuinely. Yeah, yeah and, and he does the things with nursery rhymes. Look how big that, that was like his greatest hits. No, he's he's taking a nursery duck. rhyme, hickory, dickory, dog. He, he made a joke and he just, he just used his face in it too. Like, Andrew, we got to have good. you on it's, the show. So yeah, when you're you watching this, you're going to be an actor. Show. Yeah. I actually see that because he's very much, very animated. Like you know, some comedians, it's just their voice. They're talking. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. their posture might not be that great. But with him, even sometimes if it wasn't something amazing he was saying, the way he said it, the way he yes. did it is Frank, Carrie was when, when I'm saying delivery. When I'm saying voice, I don't mean the tone or that. I mean the actual. You, when you're in entertainment, it's, you find I, your I'm voice, your persona. Yeah. You know my voice. You're individual. Yeah. From Eddie Murphy, from Richard Pryor, from anybody, you hear me talk like that's Eddie Griffin. Right. Yeah, you know I mean. Yeah, I, I found my voice. Took a long motherfucking like time. Like your Bill Cosby is still you. It's you, not the voice. It sounds yeah. like Bill Cosby, but it's your. Impression of what a Bill Cosby would be from your from perspective. From my perspective, yeah. yes. Or interpretation. But you guys, look, you guys are fighters. That's why, do you ever notice? It's the same thing with you guys, not in the voice, but you have to find what works for you. You can go classes all day long. You ever notice the guy no, in the no, gym can be so we, good? That's why I relate so much. Life? As a fighter, 
if you can't observe and look at the other yeah. guy and read them, you know, like Bob Masucci says, the guy who knows himself. Yeah. I don't, you have to know the opponent. You had to be able to look at people. And that's why social psychology. You was talking is about so that huge. before the show. Yep. He's like, hey, if you were gonna fight, uh, I forgot who he's talking about, and the dude, he liked to back up, and then. He'll run, run, run for four minutes and 58 seconds, you're talking about. Machida. And then he'll plant and knock yeah. you the fuck Once out. Once you overextend and you get frustrated, boom. Yeah, overextend out. and then, boom, he caught you. So, uh, I think Bruce, uh, uh, the Wait. art of fighting without fighting. Now, what is that? What, what does that mean? To, it, it means something different to everybody else. But it means to me, the art of fighting without fighting. I am not fighting you. I am fighting me through you. All you doing is presenting a challenge for me to challenge myself. Huh. So it's the art of fighting without fighting. The hand does it itself. Bruce was the greatest counterpuncher ever because of his hand speed. He's saying, throw something at me so you can teach me how to whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah. That's it. The art of fighting without fighting. And that's what you were explaining and earlier. That, and that's actually why we all think get along here. We're all from in a different, well, we're from the same type of entertainment business, guys, magic. But if you look at all arts, it really all breaks down to you understanding yourself. When you're out there and you're doing anything, whether you're fighting somebody, whether you're out there doing magic, whether you're doing comedy, 100%. it's an expression of who you are. Exactly. And that's what you're breaking down. And then you can sit there. And then especially that's why it's great is because all these arts have moments of duress. There's moments of, uh, of struggle. There's moments where you're, you freak the fuck out. Yeah. Which, if you don't freak out, you don't know who the fuck you are. Anybody could be in a comfortable air-conditioned couch and they're, hey, man, I would do this. Like, well, okay, hold on a second. Let me put you in a hard situation. <laughs> and then we'll find out who the fuck you are. Right. And then you can be unhappy with who you are and work on it. But that's why, like, you know, that's the samurai's always talked about. Like, they got into flower arrangement. What the fuck does flower arrangement and art have to do with fucking fighting? Like, oh, I'm expressing myself mm -hmm. so I can see who I am and then I can work on myself. Yeah. My friend just sent me a video of you literally two days ago and you were saying it was pretty cool. You were saying, yeah, you think you, you're tough. You might think you're like a badass, but you haven't experienced what I can put you through. In other words, until you're really down, you don't know yeah. who you really are. I, you phrased it a lot better, but it's until you're put, do you remember? Until you're tested. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the thing too, though. Like, yeah, that's right. what it was about. Yeah. That's yeah. the part like, about skill and technique in martial arts. Like yeah. everybody thinks, oh, no matter what, I won't break. I'm like, nah, break, shut break. the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, break. You put, everybody can you break. Gonna break. If anybody tells you don't break, break then you've never been but tested. But it's, it's not how you break, it's how you rebuild yourself. Correct. Even yeah. Ali, the greatest of all time. We all have moments where we break. He didn't, he didn't win back? every fight, but it's how he came back after that loss. Losing teaches losing. you more than winning. Hold on, hold on. I don't call it losing. It's called Learning. a lesson. Yeah. Lesson. Learning. A lesson. Every L is just a lesson on how to not do that again. Right. Well, people that if you look at, you know, my career, I'm sure your career, your career, when you have that lesson of not having the outcome that you wish is when you evolve, transform and grow. And if you don't, then you're out of the business. And that's why actually, too, it's funny. This is an old movie I used to love, right? It was called Conan, right? With Arnold Schwarzenegger. And there's a scene there where he says that he goes, you know, success, you know, and, and can test a man's mettle greater than any enemy, because that's the problem. Sometimes when you don't lose, you get away with and you get comfortable and you get complacent. So sometimes, like, I've always been this guy. 
if someone goes, hey, you're going to fight fighter A or fighter B. I'm like, well, fighter A, he's on a 15-fight win streak. I'm like, all right, well, what about fighter B? Well, he was winning 13 fights in a row, and he just lost two in a row. I'm like, I'll take the fucking guy that's undefeated. Like, why? I'm like, that guy just lost two in a row. He is he's hungry. The fuck yeah. like, he's hungry, yeah. angry, and he's yeah. training. The other guy... Yeah. He might be fucking living. If that guy is undefeated, his wife goes, honey, hey, you want to stay home tonight? Let's, let's, let's go out and have a drink. this life lesson yeah. actually has a practicality in Eddie's life. Perry, can you pull up the uh, crash of that Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see this crash to see if he ever had an accident after it. <laughs> let's see if the life lesson is really instilled within Eddie Griffin. Oh. <laughs> Uh, he'll do that. Let me know when you're ready, Perry, to shout out. I, I want to know, Eddie, mm -hmm. people have different phases of their career. Fighters do. Oh, comedians I, I, do. Blush out red, ain't they? <laughs> Magicians do. Yeah. They well, look good. good. But uh, give me one second. I want to know, like, in your career, you had ups and downs. Yes. How do you deal with the downs? Um, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm zen in motion. You know, most motherfuckers have to sit still to get in they zen. I'm zen in motion. So when I'm down or up, I'm still zen. So neither one. It doesn't affect your psyche. No, not at all, man. An upswing is just uh, that roller coaster ride called mm -hmm. life. The downswing is just the second part of that. Now, the upswing, I can learn something at the top, too, because you can build metal at the top. How are you going to handle the pressure of being the light? Everything's attracted to you and all that yeah. shit. Target on your dome piece so you can learn lessons there. On the downswing, now, all those people that were hanging on when you were the light, they all jump off like feathers off a goddamn <laughs> bird as you're coming down out that atmosphere. Right? You get too close to the sun, you're going to burn the fuck up. And then on the downswing, the people that are still there, them the motherfuckers you keep with you. Like my cousin Mo over there, he's solid to go on the next roller coaster ride up. Because the motherfuckers thought I was done. I was just getting started. Eddie Griffin, the philosopher, talking about Icarus in a practical way. I love it. Now let's talk practical about the Ferrari. <laughs> he had a Lambo. You, you, you had a Lambo, yeah, right? And your yeah. friend wrecked your Lambo? Yeah, my best friend crashed my Lambo. All right, so now we're going to see... Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What, how did you react? Did you whoop his ass? Or no, no, I didn't. I, I didn't know until the police came to my house. Because he was drunk. <laughs> yeah. He fled the scene. He ran off. And the police came to my house and checked, and made me take my shirt off and check for seatbelt marks, right? And, um, and I called my friend. And I'm like, man, why you didn't just call me? He, he was like, man, I didn't got, I don't got your number in his phone. I, I, I don't. I, wait, 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 wait. He doesn't have your phone no, number, and no, you let no. him use a six hundred thousand dollar car. No, no, he didn't have his phone number memorized. Oh. No, 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 because yeah, because nobody does nowadays. Yeah, I lost my phone. He flipped, my he flipped the, I had a Lambo with no roof, and he flipped the car. The car was messed up, and I was just the same way. I was just, I was like, bro, I'm glad you're alive, bro. Because they showed me, they showed me the car, bro. I don't even know how he survived Listen, li I don't this know is how he You're that. like Zen. You're a Zen. I gotta become Zen. But let's see how you were Zen. Perry, can you roll that for me, hey, please? Hey, nigga, hand. Let's make it match. Look, 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 <laughs> look, 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 look. Oh, look. oh damn! Holy! I told you. Look, look at this. Look at this. Bam! Oh. But, but how do you look get that though? <laughs> look at <laughs> you. <laughs> 
See, I said, I don't care, brother. He, he can do karate. Can't drive. Oh, my God. How do you get that? How was your shit afterwards? Was your neck jacked up, wrist or anything? Or? No, nigga. How much I, was I, that car worth? It was a million point uh, six, but he sold it. Oh, you can stop it, Perry. He what? sold it for more than it was worth. Parking lot before you guys Are you out. serious? Yeah. What? You what? don't trust him? I don't him? trust your driving. Oh. I love you. I love your skills. <laughs> your driving skills are horrible. <laughs> Good to see you, Rampage. All right, Introducing us to Asian women. Which car did you bring tonight? The Porsche? Oh, I understand. I'll go out the way he came in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go on again. All right, take care. Have a good show. Go on, get high and, and drive home real fast. Yeah. I just want I just want to know how did you hit how did you hit that while you was banking? You was turning? No. So I'm downshifting into the turn. I hit the brake. The car kept going. What? So yes. Well, you had your foot no. on the gas then. No, I did not. Then how did the car keep on going? I, that's what I'm talking about. So I had the most <laughs> fucked up Enzo in the world. I was winning the goddamn race on the track. You're making me depressed because I have a couple of nice cars. Well, nigga, and, hey, uh, hey, I, hey, you know, it was just one fucked up car. <laughs> well, you're, you're, but thank you're... God they didn't fuck up this nigga <laughs> with that car, Eddie. What can I say? It's been just an honor, a privilege to have you on. My brother. We all my love brother, you. My brother, my brother. Let me tell y'all something <laughs> about Mr. Chris Angel. He has a heart of gold. He has a foundation to help children all around the world, man. That's, this dude Thank you. is walking love personified. Yeah, you might want to put a parachute on, too. Because you're going to catch some air. Uh, but no, this this man, man, he, he's he's a beautiful soul, man. And, you know, that's why you, you come. Well, you, man, I come like... You're amazing. I man, love you. You know, it. I would do anything for you. And we're all, like, really tight and we're friends. And and to sit here and, and, and you to be so open and vulnerable and share your story and hopefully inspire people watching and, and hopefully that we don't get canceled. But... <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're grateful. I mean, I just want to say, man, Eddie Griffin at the Saks, Planet Hollywood in Miracle Mile shops. Go check out his show. Look online. Eddie Griffin. He is hilarious. He's a dear friend and a Zen master. Thank you so much, my Thank brother. You, bro. And we don't have to do the show. We do it because... We want to, not because we have to. I want to thank everybody for watching. Make sure you tune in next Thursday. What is it? 12.01 a.m. for the next episode of Talking Junkies. And thank you to our great sponsor, Shure Microphone, for this incredible microphone. If you want the best, get Shure. Yes, Be indeed. sure. Be sure. That's what we're talking yes. about. Because I'm sure that they sure that this is sure. Junkies.